All right, guys, let's talk about Jägermeister. They could have written a totally normal ad here, like a really classic ad. They could have talked about their history, the 56 botanicals. It could have been all salesy and cutesy, but they know you don't care. Jägermeister doesn't want to be like all those other ads you've seen and heard. They just wanted to say two things. Jägermeister is great, but everyone has been drinking it wrong. Damn, that's cold. Drinking it wrong? All right, if that's the case, how should we be drinking it? They are so glad you asked, and so am I, Dad. I'm here to help you. Ice cold is the answer, at zero degrees Fahrenheit to be exact. Ice cold shots of Jägermeister. That's it. That's all they want to tell you. So wherever you are, if you're hanging out with friends or at the bar, call the shots. Cheers with ice cold shots of Jägermeister. Damn, that's cold. And remember to check out Jägermeister at www.draftkingsxjägermeister.com. Remember, drink responsibly. Jägermeister liqueur, 35% alcohol by volume, imported by Mast Jägermeister US, White Plains, New York. Lots of things go better together. Hockey, food, golf, peanut butter and jelly, Gojo and Golik, Taylor Swift and Travis Kelsey. What? But if you really want to take things to the next level, drink some Labatt Blue Lights with your friends and live life to the power of we. Always enjoy responsibly. Beer, Labatt USA, Buffalo, New York. It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. You're listening to DraftKings Network. It's a beautiful What's up, everybody? Welcome to Gojo with Michael Jr. That is me. With me, as always, Super Producer Brandon Newman, uh, Isaiah out in Vegas, and my father, Michael Look Sr., coming to you live from a hotel room here in New York. And as Dad and I, seconds before we came yeah. on air, both turned around. I, because I thought there was a mirror in the background where people would be able to see the reflection of there. I don't know what you turned Oh, around. no. I, I knew it was a picture, and I thought, there can be, you know, this is not, this is kind of a boutique hotel. Yeah. Right. So they can be a little artsy. I, I realized there was a picture and I thought, you know, artsy pictures can be a little risque at times. I oh. thought, man, would that, is that, is that, oh, like you thought a there were some boobies back I thought there. maybe there, there might have been some boobies in there. Yeah. Yeah. No, yeah but been. there wasn't. So, uh, you know what? Encouragement for the YouTube audience. We got a great show as always. Make sure you download, <laughs> subscribe, rate, review. Leave us that five-star rating and check us out on the DraftKings YouTube channel as well as DraftKingsNetwork.com. Uh, so Dad and I have been in New York for the last couple of days. We were a part of last night a special live pod edition of God Bless Football uh, right over at Pier 17 in New York in the South Seaport. It was me, you, Stu Gotts, obviously, right, for right. everyone that listens to you guys, and me on occasion over on God Bless Football. And then former Notre Dame great mm -hmm. and two-time Super Bowl champion mm -hmm. Justin Tuck. Also, or one-time Super Bowl champion. Two-time. Two-time Super to Bowl To beat champion. New England Got twice, it. by the way. Got, and yeah, and he's the one that saved, his team is the one that yes. saved the Miami Dolphins were able to pop the champagne, the latest they've had to ever pop it, uh, by staying undefeated. And also in the presser before that, uh, Roger Goodell was there. Uh, Peyton man. Manning was there. So it was nice to to chat with them for a little bit off, off camera. Well, it was nice for you to chat with them. Me yeah. and Stu, so we're yeah. sitting over in the green room before this, and Stu Gotts is scheming the entire time, trying to get you because – you have actually interacted with Roger Goodell meaningfully, no yeah. Peyton Manning from all of your years around the industry and in pro football. <laughs> Stugatz is trying to badger dad into going over there and asking them to do interviews with us. Stugatz is like, Gojo, would you go over and ask? I said, they don't know who the hell I am. So you were talking to them over there. Yeah. Stu Gotts were eating snacks. Well, the thing about it is with Roger Goodell, he actually likes your your mom, my wife, more than me. Yes. I mean, I, I'll never it was like 10 years ago with the heads up program in the NFL. 
I came home one day from doing Mike and Mike and, and your mother was like, Roger Goodell sent you an email. I'm like, oh, okay. And I look at the email and I went back to her. I said, this is for you. <laughs> he wants you to be part of the Heads Up football program to talk to moms around the country, which they did. They were do doing tours around the country doing that. So yeah, he first thing he always says, How, how's your lovely wife doing? You know, how's Chris doing? And I'm like, great, fine, whatever, you know, and, uh, but, but no, it was good to yeah. talk to him. Good to talk to Peyton. You, you saw Roger Goodell and talk to him there. I saw him in the bathroom leaving the urinal and had to give the awkward head nod <laughs> Yeah, because like I looked in there and I it was is walking awkward, in and I right? like, Oh, that's the commissioner. Should I address him? Do right. I say hello? Do I introduce myself? He's fixing his fly. You interact at a urinal. That's that's it's a universal question, well, right? So I say you interact in the bathroom when you know people. Like I was walking in with our agent, and so right. he was telling me a story. And this was the other complicated part: is he's telling a story. There's no two ways about. It. I had to go poop. Right. So I'm veering off to the different section of the bathroom our agents veering off to the urinals over where Goodell is and we have to split right by where the commissioner is. And so again, friendship inside the bathroom yeah. is my thing that I miss most about college football. Oh, because right. you got yeah, to go and yeah. have a bathroom buddy. You could sit right. over there and chat. Right. We all got to hang out. Brandon and I used to well, be I bathroom say, buddies I would imagine you guys were, in yeah. college hanging oh, out over my there. God. I mean, Brandon, it's one of the greatest memories of college football is you need to unmute your mic, but yes, thank you for the reminder, Mike. Uh, but I, I used to love just sitting at my in my locker doing nothing and you'd come over and he's like hey you got to poop I'm like yeah yeah i got to poop all right come on let's go and we just go around and you know whatever the musings of the day are now i do have a question about the urinal if you're in a urinal and there's uh someone beside you are you safe to rip a fart i think i think the bathroom is a safe place to to rip a fart in front of strangers what do you guys think it's my, Brandon, that is my absolute favorite thing that happens, especially in airports, is I see, I personally wouldn't like rip a loud fart at that point, but I'm still at the age where I think I'm thinking about that too much. My deep appreciation lies with old men, like guys in their 70s mm -hmm. and 80s who are in there and will go like pants down to the knees with their tidy whities out and will just rip incredibly loud incredibly obvious farts with absolutely zero shame so this started with you running into the commissioner in the bathroom and this is this is where we've gone to poop buddies and farting while you're at the urinal this this is where we and and i use this word properly dive we have digressed to this we have digressed to this um i can save us and say you guys will enjoy and get to hear a big portion yes. of our interview and conversation with Stu Gotts and Justin Tuck, where we talk about the running back situation in the NFL, Aaron Rodgers taking a $30 million or $35 million, million dollar yeah. pay cut to stay with the Jets for the next two seasons, and Justin Tuck actually being happy that one of his records got broken. In the meantime, Dad, we had real sports last night. The U.S. Women's National yeah. Team tying in a game in the World Cup stage. Well... This was going to be their toughest match in group stage against the Netherlands. And Netherlands scored first, sir, up 1-0. And I thought, uh-oh, this this could be interesting. And uh, we scored, I think, in, what, the 62nd minute or something like that. Minute. Tied it up, and then you're just wondering, is someone going to get that goal at the end? But it didn't happen. Uh, but I'm glad we did. It was a, it's a great goal, great header off a corner kick. Well, it was the ultimate, like, I'm her moment. Yeah in that game. So Lindsey Horan scores yeah. the goal for us, one of our captains, and does it after an altercation with one of her club teammates. She right. plays in France, and uh, Danielle Vandedonk on the Netherlands is one of her club teammates. Vandedonk came over and got her good along yeah. the sideline. Like, full-on office linebacker took her out. Took her out. She and was ticked. Oh, Lindsey gave up and read, came up, read her the riot act. Yeah. The ref had to come over. Like, yeah. her teammates had to calm her down. I saw Julie Ertz was the one that came over and said, like, hey, we need you to calm down. Just go score. And so she did it quite literally. And Rose Lavelle, I think, was on the corner, who, thank God, she came in in the second half, goes over, leans that in. And it, rarely do you get that moment where right after, especially in a sport like soccer, where you get to do the Cam Newton, like, all right, bet. Lindsey Horan did the all right bet and immediately hit a beautiful header yeah. in as the equalizer. I mean, it, it was fantastic. And again, tied it up, so we, we tie 1-1. But it reminds teammates in their league and now playing against one another reminded me of the Kobe Bryant Paul Gasol story. Do you remember oh, that yes. one where they they were teammates with the Lakers and then in the Olympics Paul's playing for Spain and and it was Michael Jordan I think telling the story basically saying Kobe came up to us and said, 
I know in the right in the beginning, Paul is going to try and set a pick on me. He goes, understand, I am going to run right through him. And they're like, dude, he's your teammate. He's like, no, not in this. And I'm going to set the tone. And they showed that. And literally the first play, Paul tried to set a screen on Kobe and he trucked him like a linebacker tackling. It got the foul, like a tackling a running back got the foul. And they were all like, damn, he just smoked his teammate. And that was kind of like Lindsay, man. She went after her teammate after her teammate knocked her down. It was incredible. I mean, honestly, for Ted Lasso fans, it's the Danny Rojas international play storyline with him and uh, Zorro or Van Dam, depending on what point in the season you're at there. Zorro. Where in international play, Danny Rojas flipped the switch and became a killer. He bloodied uh, Zorro's nose, all that stuff. And it actually did turn bloody for um, Van de Donk at the end of it that did. game. So she went head-to-head, I think, with might have been Rose Lavelle. I'm not sure who it was. I forget who it was on the American side, who got up and looked a little woozy, yeah, certainly. she did. But uh, Vanderdonk appeared to actually have drawn blood. She did, because she pulled her hand away from her head and, and had blood on her hand, so she was bleeding. And so soccer added to its lore, because for a long time, especially American fans who we parachute in every once in a while, we would see them when someone was down injured bust out the magic spray. Right. That cold spray that they would just magically All heal All of a sudden they're healed, with. yeah. Yeah, torn hamstring and they're healed. Yeah, it's uh, truly <clears throat> one of nature's yep. most incredible wonders, modern, mar- modern marvel of modern medicine. But now we've added the swim cap. What did, Are we missing? Because, again, you and I are two of those that kind of jump in sure. to the World Cup, men's and women's Olympics and World Cup. Make no bones and about so it. And so she did. She, she was bleeding from the head. And next thing you know, they're putting a, a literal swim cap on her. And I'm like, wait, have we seen this before? I, I've never seen it before. Now, somebody could easily tell us that, oh, this has been going on for a while. But I'm not going to lie. I've seen a lot of collisions on the soccer, on the pitch, and I have not seen that. But they literally put a swim cap on her, which she didn't look to enjoy, quite honestly, as they were trying to pull it over her ponytail. I mean, listen, my my sister, your daughter, Sydney, swam for years, and the process of putting the swim cap on was one between my mom and Sydney that was hell for everybody involved here. It doesn't look comfortable. You're trying to put hair on the rubber. It's just... It's no bueno. It did give us a great picture of the two of them after. So Lindsay and her teammate took the picture after. Sure. It looked like two friends from opposite sports hugging in the Olympics yeah. after a swimming match. Exactly. It yeah. looked like yeah. they played different sports by the end of that. But but, th- but that's how it should be. You you get after it during the match, right? When it's over, it's over, right? It's over, and you're just you're just your friends again. Whatever. It's only for the match, and and only for those ninety minutes, or in this case, what was it, 95, 96 minutes, and you move on. It so is got amazing, though. This was the um, there had been a thirteen game win streak for the U.S. Women's right. National Team on the World Cup stage. I think they have a nineteen game streak now where they haven't lost, and plus plus they haven't trailed. Yeah. In, in a couple of World Cups, right? Yep. So I don't think they trailed, and, and they did last night. And so they're still first in their group right, <laughs> right now. And because of goal differential, they are first in the group right. at that point, even though them and the Netherlands have the same amount of wins there. So I believe we've got Portugal up on Tuesday <clears throat> is the next match for the U.S. Right. And so as we get ready to get out of group play, this was a, a little reminder that because of injury, because of the churn on this roster. 14 new players, right? We're in a different yeah. place than we have yep. been in a long time. The yeah. rest of the world certainly has. I mean, the Netherlands was the team that we beat in the last World Cup. And so all of these things have swirled and come to a head and brought us to this point. So where- we're favored, and understandably so, going for the three-peat here. Yeah. But it is a group that in this setting, the World Cup has not played together uh, with, with as we said, the new the fourteen new players in the in the World Cup making the World Cup debut debut I think it is so it is these are good to you know getting kind of used to one another right now and hit their stride when they need to you know to win another gold exactly so we will wait and see if they can maintain that stride uh, you know congrats on the draw though that's one thing we also have to recalibrate everybody it's okay to celebrate the draw that's right might not feel good but what do we get out of it baller move from Super San Lindsay Haran going out there <laughs> and putting on wax for America. USA, baby, USA. Hey, Dad, what do you do when you're out with friends? The waiter comes up and tries to take everybody's order, but the whole table freezes up, and everyone's looking at each other trying to find some help. Mm, that's a great question. So what, what should I do? You should have some confidence, Dad, or as our friends at Jägermeister call it, shotfidence. If everyone's having trouble ordering, here's what you do. You take charge. You grab the bull by the horns. You find that dog in you, and you make an executive decision. And just order for the table a round of ice-cold Jägermeister shots. Damn, that's cold. Because apparently, we've all been drinking Jägermeister wrong. Did not know that. How should we be drinking it? Glad you asked, Dad. We should be drinking it ice-cold at zero degrees Fahrenheit. 
Well, that brings up other things that I love ice cold as well. And I'll tell you right out of the gate, that's going to be a candy bar pulled out of the freezer. That's my way of eating candy. Oh, I love it. On the golf course out there, you get to the turn in the middle of the round there and you get to that little clubhouse there and they've always got the candy bar options. And I always see they've usually got a little box of them in the freezer and it always makes it better on a hot day out on the golf course, taking a bite of that cold, cold chocolate and getting ready to go for the rest of my round. It's the same way with Jägermeister. So wherever you are, if you're hanging out with friends at the bar, call the shots. Cheers with ice cold shots of Jägermeister. Damn, that's cold. And remember to check out Jägermeister at www.draftkingsxjägermeister.com. Remember, drink responsibly. Jägermeister liqueur, 35% alcohol by volume. Imported by Mast Jägermeister US, White Plains, New York. Uh, so, Dad, as we mentioned, uh, we had the conversation with Justin Tuck and Stu Gatz. Well, we'll talk about Aaron Rodgers. And the idea of quarterbacks taking a pay cut in general. It's come up a little bit over the last couple of days. Mike Florio was critical of Patrick Mahomes fattening the pockets of the Chiefs ownership by not having a market-setting deal anymore, which is inconsistent in some ways, but we won't worry about that. Aaron Rodgers takes a $35 million haircut, mostly to avoid having to commit to a third year. That's exactly right. I mean, that was was the reason he did not want – or one of the reasons he did not want to commit to a third third year, but he wanted to go past the one year so – Stopped at the two years, $35 million pay cut, as you'll hear. Uh, quick correction to me, the story I told about Michael Jordan and, and Paul Gasol was actually Kobe, um, LeBron, LeBron James who told that story, not Michael Jordan. Just, and, and I was so sure it was Michael you Jordan. You were. You walked into there with all the white man confidence in the I world. I did. That's my fault. Just, you know, story's, the, story's the same. Yeah. Just told by LeBron, not Michael Jordan. Sorry, a, go ahead. Different, a different goat debate for another day, go. sir. Right. Uh, but uh, the goat storyteller. But, uh, yeah, so Aaron Rodgers does take that haircut. He would add a $100 million cap hit. All the, oh, would have been brutal reasons, next year. It's still going to sting for Green Bay to yes. see how much he is working to make it work in New York versus what it looked like when he was in Green Bay. I mean, like fighting it, in, especially last year in Green Bay, by not because that was a big question. Okay, he's going to come to New York, but is he going to work with the wide receivers? Oh, he's yeah. not known to do that. They had so many young receivers in Green Bay last year. He didn't work with them in the offseason. It took him a while to gel, and they started to uh, toward the end of the year. Here he's all in. You know, and there is something about – the newness of it. I saw him out in Tahoe at the, the golf yeah. event and, and he'd talk about, you know, it, it's something new. I'm driving it, it, as, as, as simple as I'm driving a different way, you know, down oh, yeah. a different road to go to a new facility I've never been in because I've only been in one my entire career. There's just a newness to it. You're kind of like that, that kid at Christmas oh. of, I know this, I've been around this, but boy, this is kind of new. I mean, he was going to Broadway shows yeah, with his teammates, yeah. taking him to basketball games. He's been enjoying. You're right, yes. for the first time in his very long career getting to do that. It's also a reminder that in most relationships where you look at a partner and say, oh, he just doesn't want to make it work. No, he just doesn't want to make to make it work with you. Yeah, exactly That was the right. unfortunately yeah. cold reality with them. But now what this nets on the other side, all of this is – the ripple effect we saw today where the report this morning is right. that uh, or excuse me, free agent running back Dalvin Cook is set to take a visit to the New York Jets. And, Dad, we've talked about potential fits for him. Initially, I think when he uh, got cut by the Vikings, it was Miami yes. and the Denver Broncos. But you look at the fit with the Jets now, Brees Hall coming back off a knee injury, a system that Dalvin Cook is pretty familiar with, some, you know, I'm sure there'll still be variations of the outside zone stuff that everybody works with and that Dalvin Cook runs very well with, but it seems to be a great fit, and now they've got a little bit extra money to this, work with. This would be monstrous for the Jets because in Miami, they got a good running back room, and he would add to that running back yeah. room, add a lot of good they, – they could have a nice rotation there. The the bridge of Brees Hall because Brees coming off the knee injury, sure. and we know with running backs – Forget the Adrian Peterson coming back in seven or eight months. That's the biggest Ooh. anomaly out there, if I'm using that word correctly. You are? Wow. Uh, thank you very much. That doesn't happen. Normally, it's two years for running backs to get back to what they were, and this was just well, the really rookie anyone. year. Yeah, this was just the rookie year of Brees Hall last year and all of a sudden having the knee. So having Dalvin Cook there to kind of bridge that and take a bit of a load off of Brees Hall would be monstrous for the Jets. He's supposedly going to be there for the entire weekend. This is one of those where I've heard people say it before, and this is true here. They can't let him leave nope. the bill. They can't let him leave the facility. They, they got to get it done. And so he just stays right there, and they just say, 
have your stuff flown here. You're not leaving. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. We're going to just work out whatever you need. Yeah. We'll start the process. He might spend a couple of nights in what will be his ultimate like house or apartment or place yeah. of living there. So uh, I'd agree that makes an overwhelming amount of sense. We need to not confuse the running back conversation about salary with the conversation about the impact that they still very much Without have question. on a lot of these offenses. So that'll be exciting. Dad, the other big news, and this is the world of college football yesterday, the Big 12 – their presidents and chancellors voted unanimously on a conference call Wednesday night to accept Colorado as a new member. Now, Colorado still has not formally applied to move to the Big no. 12, but there's been some contact recently. And, Dad, we I get so many questions every time I do radio hits about college football, about do we think we were done with realignment? Do we think the chips <clears> keep moving? Right. Not going to lie, I didn't have this on my bingo card. Did not see it either. Uh, again, they were in the Big 12 from 96 to 2010, 2011. They yep. went to the Pac-12. And since being in the Pac-12, they've stunk. Yes. Comp- they I mean, good. horrific at times, The maybe the worst Power 5 team uh, in the country. Last year. Now with, with Deion Sanders kind of bringing hope back there again. And the Big 12 is going to be grabbed because obviously losing Oklahoma and Texas coming up. They're looking to grab. They're looking to grab that because we all think it's going to, the two big are going to be Big Ten and SEC. And I think next in line is going to be the Big 12. And they're grabbing folks right now. And the good thing for Colorado, because the one thing you always talk about is, well, if you leave your con- conference, how much you got to pay? Well, they'd be leaving next year and the media deal for yes. the Pac 12 runs out this year. So they would have not be have to pay any exit fee at all. They could just go. Um, and that looks like that's going to happen. It's a great move for the Big 12. We'll see down the line where, where Colorado is and where Dion is and all that. But for right now, the move and the, and the look is good to grab a hot team, even though they're not a very good team, but a hot team on the potential of what they could be. It seems to be the strategy because I've always maintained for the Big 10 and the SEC – doesn't really make sense to add more unless they're going to add value. You've already got the big money coming your way in the TV deals. You don't want to dilute the pool right. you're paying out to. But for the other conferences, outside of really the power two, like we've heard reference now, more is better. And Big yes. 12 saying, we're going to buy in bulk at the year they're getting ready to introduce BYU right. and Cincinnati yep. and UCF and these new members to the conference. They're saying, we're going to add even more and destabilize a Pac-12 that looks vulnerable right now. Oh. And man, we're coming off conference uh, media day weekends. And George Klievkoff, the Pac-12 commissioner, coming out and saying, the longer we wait for the TV deal, the more advantage we gain. Saying really? he's not worried about conference realignment or being coached. Those quotes already aging horrifically as this now now continues to undercut a conference that more and more just looks like it's not I mean if you are now Oregon if you're Washington if you're the powers in this conference Utah you've got to be starting to Who's, look for the exits where, where, what network are you they were talking about them in the CW possibly what are you going to do back them up with the live tournament yeah. I mean wow the Pac-12 has absolutely fallen from a TV standpoint and where is it going to end up yeah because again it really doesn't seem like it's about the Big 12 adding this power in Colorado. Right, right. It's the Big 12's got more than you now. And more looks like stability when you're trying to look around the rest of the landscape and figure out who's still going to be. The NBA playoffs are heating up, and so is the action on DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. With same-game parlays, live betting, odds boosts, and so much more, don't miss out as the NBA postseason winds down. And now that the Boston Celtics have slayed the boogeyman in the Miami Heat, Boston fans, we feel a little bit more confident about the situation. You can decide right now, and if you're new to DraftKings, you can also check this out. New customers can bet 5 bucks to get 150 in bonus bets instantly. So download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use code GOJO. That's code GOJO for new customers to get 150 in bonus bets when you bet just 5 bucks. Only on DraftKings. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Or in West Virginia, visit www.1800gambler.net. In New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY. That's 467-369. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly. On behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort in Kansas, 21 plus age varies by jurisdiction. Void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. See dkng.co slash bball for eligibility and deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources. All right. uh, Very excited for this one. Again, cool opportunity. Live version of God Bless Football. 
at the South Street Seaport. Me, you, Stu Gotts from the Dan Lebitard Show, and our dear friend and former Notre Dame uh, countryman, Justin Tuck, two-time Super Bowl champion, breaking down, talking Aaron Rodgers and the Jets, his sack record, and plenty more from last night. Take a listen. All right, Stu, we've, we've wasted enough time of yeah. wanting to get this out. Go ahead, Aaron Rodgers. There's news on Aaron Rodgers. Well, I mean, he is uh, he's going to be a New York Jet for not one, but two seasons. Jet fans, let's hear it. Let's go. All three of you. Um, <laughs> a couple guys back there, also too. saving him a little money, right? He's saving him like $30, $35 million. So they'll have some cap space next year to work with. Listen, as a Jet fan, I've been a Jet fan for 40 years. We've had like 107 quarterbacks. When you have 107 quarterbacks, you guys know what that means? You've never had a quarterback, okay? <laughs> and so now we have one. And we have one of the greatest of all time. And to get him... Uh, for two years is very exciting. I know you're a giant. I know you won a couple a couple of Super Bowls, but it's been a misery for me for 40 years and for most Jet fans. And so for a minute, let us be excited. But my question is, uh, you're not 40, correct? No. So who, 35. Who are you? Who are you a fan of previously before you switched over to the Jets? And what made you switch over to the Jets? Because that just seems like a not your best decision making. So the Jets were just good. I grew up in Long Island. So the Jets played at Shea Stadium at the time. So who are you a fan of? Joe Walton was the coach. Richard Todd was the quarterback. Johnny Lamb oh, Jones. No. He made this mistake like early in life. He's like, a Jets lifer. They were just he good enough them. to suck this kid in to be a <laughs> Jet fan. So I think, yeah, like 40 years ago, I'm 50 now. 40 years ago, I became a Jet fan. Went you to see him at Shea Stadium. For the first team? Nah. Okay. Nah, I was nah. hoping you would say, just just be honest, that you was a giant fan and we was trash back then, and you you saw like this this halo effect on the Jets or something like that. I I, I will tell you, there's suffered ma- ever since. There's many, there's Bad many. Wagon, John. That's <laughs> there's, what I was hoping to get out of you. There. There's many a season I wished I was a giant fan. I'll be honest with you, but I think New Yorkers know this. It kind of goes like this: if you were out on Long Island. Sure. Your Jets, Mets, Islanders, and then we're all saddled with the Knicks, unfortunately, right? And then if you live in, like, Connecticut, Jersey, New York City, that area, it's Giants, Yankees, and, and Rangers. And so that's how it works. Basic so, success and... Yes. Yeah. And I had four cups with the Islanders in the 80s. That's, oh, that's, that's true. That's and the Mets in 86, and, and that's about it. But are you tired of hearing about the Jets? Honestly, as a, as a former we Giant. Talk, we were talking about this, and I was like, you know, because my life is kind of transition in, a, in something other than just football all day every day I'm not I'm really not I think it's good for the I think it's good for the game I think it's good for New York City I actually loved it when Mark Sanchez and that whole crew and Buddy Ryan I mean not Buddy but Rex Ryan uh, had success yeah Jets because it just made the rivalry and whatever that new people want to make of the rivalry I know we're in the AFC and the NFC but it made the rivalry fun and it's just like it was good to be the to go into restaurants and, and start to see the Jet fans start to kind of rise up a little bit. It gave us that opportunity to kind of knock you guys down. Right. We did. <laughs> so, like, obviously, we've, we've kind of won that recent battle against kind of like the, the, the Jets giant rivalry, but I actually think it's good for not only the NFL in general, but I think it's good for especially for the city. How about stay on the rivalry thing and not, not the city thing. How about, like, you know, when I was in Philadelphia with the Giants, we hated it. Sure. Were you, is, you again, played after me, so yeah. it was the same thing that there was. Honestly, was I, I, I think I, the, the hatred is different when it comes to, like, all right, I really hate the Cowboys. There's no, like. Yeah, I'm with there's you. No, I'm, you don't I mean, hate the Jets. I mean, bro. No, no, no. That hate was not like there. like a little brother. But, like, with Philly, with Philly, it's like. Conferences. You I, mean. res- I actually respect Philly. My wife is from Philly. I got, I got a lot of love for Philly. I went to school in Philly. I, I actually like the city. So, like, the, the hatred is not. It's more just football. Like I don't even like people from Dallas. Like, just, <laughs> like I don't even like the state of Texas. That's that's kind of hatred. But you know, with with, with with the Philly thing, just because we're so close and and there's been a lot of divisional games that have come down and like really being imported in like where we go in the playoffs and all that stuff. That is probably the height, uh, the the higher kind of rivalry when I'm talking about the Giants in general. So the Jets, it's more like we, we play each other once every four years. We play in a preseason game. Preseason game, right, right. Who cares? I am with you, though, that it does feel good to have that force there, and we hit it at the perfect time because of hard knocks. Yeah. Like, it's been a while. Like, we had the early 2000s heyday of hard knocks with, like, Ray Lewis and those Baltimore Ravens team. You had the Rex Ryan Jets teams yeah. back in the day. Let's go get a damn snack. 
all that stuff, but I feel like it's been a while. And coming off how good that quarterback series was on Netflix, getting yeah. a look at some so of those good. guys, yeah. I feel like now you had you know bad teams that you get strong arm into this. You had Detroit last year, who everybody fell in love with through hard knocks, or at least I did. Yeah. I didn't have a dog in the fight. I loved that team. Yeah. And now it feels like you're going to get a Jets team that's got the perfect mix of young dudes that all seem to definitely live their life online, live their life out in front of everybody. You've got some of the best young players in the league. And, you know, Sauce and Garrett Wilson. And then you've got a quarterback in Aaron Rodgers who, when he's around a microphone, is no stranger to sharing his opinion on certain things. So it seems like the perfect uh, perfect storms do guys. Well, I mean, literally, they were a quarterback away last year. And so now we have our quarterback. I mean, we'll see with that defense. I don't know about that. They had seven wins with Zach Wilson, man. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. Seven wins with that quarterback. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. I don't know how it's going to pan out, but in that division, if they don't win the division, I find it very hard for them to have a wild card coming out of that division because of, of who else is in that division. Because of how good that division is. How good is. that division is, right? right? Yeah. yeah. So like, Where the Patriots probably, are the worst team in that division. You're probably going to have to win 12 games to win that division. Right. right. Oh, yeah. yeah. I mean, Studots, you're down in Miami. You see that right. roster. No, the so, Dolphins are good. The whole AFC, the landscape, well, like, the not, entire uh, AFC is great. I don't yes. know if the Jets, even with, with the greatness of Rodgers is the number one team in that division. And that's the only that's the only thing I would say is for you guys to come and, and get into the playoffs, you gotta win it. So now now you gotta be you gotta go to Buffalo. Yep. That team is gonna be better because they're 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 still I, I remember being the Buffalo of the team of the NFL where we felt like we were the best team and didn't and do it didn't do it in 08 and came back in 09 and, and 10 and then in 10 winning the Super Bowl. They're gonna have a phenomenal year if they stay healthy. Miami is exciting and if Tua stays healthy, God knows what that offense is going to do. Uh, I mean, and how can you how can you count out Belichick? He's going to figure it out again. I just believe in it because I've, I've fought with that guy too much. To, to, well, it's also so, good to know they got a legit O coordinator. Yeah, this year. 100%. Yeah. So, what the hell they were trying to do last year, sorry. So like, listen, <laughs> he knows it better than anyone else. Yeah, I mean, he's going to live through that last year. Out of that playoff run. But I mean, what you're saying is you have to win that division, or else you're afraid the Jets won't get in because it's not just that division. Yeah. Oh, it's, it's, the it's, Bengals, it's the Bengals, it's the Chiefs, it's yep. the Chargers, it's the Jacksonville Jaguars, so, and there's like two good teams in the just NFC. Think about just again. Think about what they're going to have to do to get the wild card. Right. Is it a 10-win team against the wild card? 11-win team against the wild card? I don't know. And like. I do believe that all things equal, Rodgers can be the difference in four wins. I do. I mean, from from what y'all had last year to him, could he make up four wins? Yeah. So that but, gets us to eleven. But right. that's that's if all things equal. Uh, I am wondering if Justin Tuck. There's one restaurant in South Bend, Indiana, and it has one table left. And Golick and Justin Tuck walk in at the exact same time. Okay. Unbeknownst to each other, you have no idea that, that the other one's going to be there. Who's getting that table? You want me to answer that question first? Uh, you go ahead. Because Golik walks around like he's the mayor of South Bend still, right? Either Golik's going to get the table or they're going to go get another table and put them together and we're going to eat together. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's <laughs> We're, we're going to find a way to eat together, but yeah. if only one could get it, he was he was a much better player than I was in the game, <laughs> and he has two Super Bowl rings. Right. So that trumps. Well, I also had the sack, sack record until my guy Isaac Gabowski. Yeah. That was my way of just shouting out Isaac right. <laughs> How'd you feel when that happened? Like, people always excited. say records are meant to be really? broken. Did you actually like that? There's literally every time somebody got close. Stefan Tua was the first one that got close, and then he oh. went to the league, and I was like, dude, stay another year. Break my Because honestly, I, I got so tired of people asking me about it. Like, it's not like, everybody's like, you don't want them to break your It's not like they paying me to keep it. Really? I mean, I, I, I would have athletes on who had records. I would ask them. Uh, there was wrestling at Notre Dame uh, uh, when, when I was there. My brother Bob wrestled and I wrestled at Notre Dame as well. And I, I hold the record at Notre Dame for the quickest pin, 13 seconds. I got a pin. And I would, Still a record. Still, well, because they dropped wrestling. So, <laughs> so. A fun life. I, I get asked every now and then, you know, did you ever want anybody to break your record? Hell no. <laughs> no, man. Absolutely. Now, listen, if somebody broke it, I would go and shake their hand and say, congratulations, good job. But I'm not sitting there. I'm, I'm hoping they don't. I would love to go to the grave owning that record. <laughs> oh, so you have the 72 <laughs> Dolphins theory on life. 
You're popping bottles as yes, somebody yes, stumbles yes, on the yes, floor. Yes, yes, 14 <laughs> seconds of events. Like, yes. As, as, you as, suck. He got the program canceled. As a player, <laughs> it had a lot to do with that record staying with the, you know, the Miami Dolphins. You're welcome, Miami. Um, <laughs> oh, yeah. Hey, listen. I, uh, I, you got to walk in Miami why, royalty. The reason, why, the reason all right, I'll give you the selfish component of why I... I like the fact that he broke it. Because now I can tell people, well, he broke it in X amount of games and only played two and a half years and had that record. Oh, mm. that's good. Yeah. You like that. Yeah. So it's like it's a win-win for me because now I don't get asked about it anymore. And every time I have to sign a Notre Dame autograph, I don't have to say 25 and a half sacks, Notre Dame all-time sack record, blah, blah, blah. Would you sign that on the ball? Really? They would ask me. Every really? time? Not that's every so time. many words. But, but, you, yeah. you know, but you know what's better? I'll just take my signature and that's enough. <laughs> I figured it's it like out. A See, small I, really small. Kid. I don't know if anybody I does this. When you're a kid, you just feel like you're going to be a popular player, so you just, like start signing your autograph when you're five. Right. My autograph was two, two symbols. Without the number, it was... Mm. It was, oh, yeah. You know how easy it is to sign that when we had to sign And then it became a paragraph. <laughs> but, now, yeah, now it's, but you know what the better yeah. story is? When you, where you said he man. broke my record, but I was only there two and a half years, is he didn't break my record, and I was only there two and a half years. <laughs> I, I don't know. His way kind of has a little bit more yeah, bite yes. to it. Because yeah. it's like, oh, congratulations. You're doing amazing, sweetie. Yeah. <laughs> this is well, fantastic. listen, I mean, like, Stefan Tua should have broke it. And we had... Uh, oh. Who else came out? If they had counted the sacks that I gave up to to it in two-minute yeah. drill on Thursday every week during <laughs> practice, he'd have broken that in like half a season. And he had my face mask. It was just right for him to do it. Oh, let me tell you what. that <laughs> Stephon it for any of you guys, and, and Steelers fan in the room, you remember it. That kid walked in. He's from, I forget where in Georgia. Yeah. Walked in. That kid was one of the most country-strong dudes I have ever seen in my life. We used to go in and bench with, like, chains on the outside and stuff. And I'm in the chains weigh, like, 65-something pounds each, and I'm in there thinking I'm big and strong. He walks in. They put, like, 285 pounds on the bar and then throw the change on. Stuart hasn't, Stuart hasn't like, lifted a day in his life. Really. Yeah. He's just big. He's on the form strong. He gets in there, and he's just ragdolling that thing and so from then on out we'd show up for thursday we'd do two minute drill in practice and the defense would run nickel so we ran a three four two it was the three four defensive end so he'd be out over the tackle two minute he kicks down a three technique you run so much empty protection so i'd be up there praying to any god that would listen for the love of god point the mic right i played right guard because then you got the center sliding to help your way. And I promise, if you looked on film, you'd have seen moments that Mike, hey, Mike's, Mike's 57, he's over to the left. I go, oh, God. Oh, God. And just hold on for dear life because you watch two-minute drill as a team the next day. Yeah. And my offensive line coach, we're sitting in the team meeting room, and all of a sudden, I am 6'4", 295 pounds. Again, dead dog average athlete. Don't put me a tackle, please. Stephon Tewitt is 6'7", 295 pounds, and I watched him run away from an entire offense after he scooped and scored a fumble. Like, that man is built different as an athlete, and he would line up one-on-one -on -one across and be like, how many of those am I supposed to win, coach? He felt like it was a lot more than I did, and so we had a few disagreements <laughs> on Friday morning. So, uh, again, Stephon Tewitt should have broken that record. I can firsthand tell you that. Oh, but yeah, so, like, yeah, I, I, I'm... You're okay with it being broken. No, nah, it'd be different if, like, the, I was getting a damn check every every year in the mail. It's like, Justin, congratulations. You still own the Notre Dame sack record. Here's 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 your money for it. This yeah. has been a major <laughs> burden lifted off your back here, it seems like. <laughs> <laughs> and Mike is still holding on to his wrestling record. God gave oh, him. He's not even have to worry because he he's not even worried about yeah, it. They dropped wrestling. Anymore. Right. He's going he's gonna to be okay with that. Yeah, I'm good with he's it. He's good. I'll tell, tell you how seriously my dad takes his the records that he holds. Dad, what was the pool you belonged to as a kid? Oh, Manry Pool? <laughs> no way. In Willowick, Ohio. Didn't you guys own like a relay record? We owned a relay record since uh, 1974 that was broken maybe five years ago. Oh, let it go, Golik. And when I was in front Did of you a go back huge, to the pool and cry? I was in front, in front of a huge group of people, and, and the other people and the guys in the relay were there. It was like Cleveland Awards of something, so I was a thousand people there. And I brought it up. I said, oh, my guys are here that are part of the relay. We held the record for 30-some years. That was recently broken. And I said I got somebody tweeted me because I was doing the show at ESPN then said, hey, my guys broke the record. And it was expecting me to say, oh, congratulations to them. And I said, drug test them. 
Drunk <laughs> <laughs> test. I need you to go in the bathroom and pee in this oh, car. I want. I want. I know what a wizenator looks like too. Yeah, I, I want. I want that record I drug would, test. Would, and two of them that. failed the drug test. Oh my! <laughs> All right, I'm going to end this with a game, and I apologize in advance. Okay, oh, we have two minutes to go here. It's God Bless Football Live from New York City, brought to you by my plan for Verizon, the plan for fans. I apologize again in advance for this. Okay, oh, the name good. of the game is Tuck Yeah or Tuck No. <laughs> Was that the first? That was a cleaned-up version. Oh, it yeah. was Tuck It yeah. or... Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I, I, once you said that, I was like, that, yeah. wasn't, your, that wasn't your idea. I, 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 your name. You're I, absolutely right. Shout-out to uh, Mikey Ayer, producer. And I think this is the part Mike was, was alluding to about, you know, the French. Embarrassing. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Go ahead. We tried to run him into the hard out. We told us we had now, two minutes left. We I will not be deteriorated from this game. Peeing in places? the pool. Peeing in the pool. Ooh. Tuck yeah, tuck no. Tuck no. Really? What? Really? No. Peeing in the shower? Oh, am I in there by myself? Yes. Yes. Tuck yes. Peeing in a lake. Hey, Tuck yes. Okay. Yes. Sometimes will you use the shower even though, like, you have the option of a shower or using the actual toilet. I will just go I to the like shower. like TMI. Right. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I pee in the shower all the time. All right. Yeah. Slapping a play like a champion sign when you haven't won a championship since 1988. Wow. wow. All right. Wow. Tuck yes. Tuck yes. You Tuck know yes. Why? Uh, why? You know why? Yeah. Why? Because we're champions in so much more than just football. Boom. <laughs> <laughs> mm. Boom. I went to Clark University. Go ahead, have at it. Clark University. What is it? Where, Where is, it? is it? Worcester, Massachusetts. Wow. God. Yeah. Division three. Division. How did he get up? Top ten in the scoring in lacrosse, though. Like, yeah. Beat our resumes and then all, all, all his lacrosse games were I'm on the Ocho. <laughs> I wish. I was just saying that's a step up. Losing <laughs> your golf cart and acting like it was stolen. Tuck yeah, tuck no. Mike Golick Senior did that. L losing my what? He, he lost, lost his golf, golf cart. cart. Back South in South Bend. Bend. Somebody stole it. <laughs> There's so many things I can say here. Um, if you lose your golf cart, you've had a really good time on a golf course. <laughs> Boom. So there you go. There Is you that go. a football game? Oh, no. It wasn't a football <laughs> it game. It was a football Nailed game. Nailed it. Uh, Eli or Peyton? Eli had a better career than Peyton Manning. Tuck yeah, tuck no. No. No? Did Eli have a better career than Peyton? Than Peyton. No. Won two Super Bowls. Peyton did too. So did Peyton. I know, but he beat Brady. He was so your quarterback, Peyton. man. That's I mean, I love your honesty, but. Listen, I love Eli, and everyone knows this, but like, nah. Peyton is, a, is arguably the this, best quarterback ever. This, Justin, right? is where Stugatz tries. Yeah, <laughs> He's tried because yeah. this is being broadcast live. It's going to be everywhere. If Peyton, he wanted you to say Eli. If Peyton, if Peyton and Eli. Right, I would say I would Eli. Say, I would say I, I am grateful for having Eli as my quarterback, and I would never change that. Okay. That I would definitely. I, what do you I, think? What do you think? But the greater quarterback, I mean, greater yeah, but just stats alone, right? It's 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 not an argument. Now is now we're gonna you you could ask me a harder question. Is Eli a Hall of Famer? And I'd have been like Tuck. Yes, he should have been Hall of Famer two years ago. Okay, one hundred percent. But okay. fair. Brother had a better. What is what is Eli better at than Peyton? It could be on um, or off the field. I can't say. <laughs> all right, last one. We'll get out of here. The 18-1 to Patriots were the best team of all time. Tuck yeah, tuck no. Tuck no. Oh, <laughs> yeah. All right. Thank you to everyone for coming out. Thank you to Verizon again. Uh, the play, uh, Verizon, the God Bless Football Live here from New York City is brought to you by my plan from Verizon. The plan for fans, giving fans the ability to watch their favorite team, even when they're not living in the state that anywhere, they are. Yes, anywhere. Around the seriously, anywhere. Thank don't, God. And don't tweet me about I chose Peyton over Eli. I did not chose. Oh, you know, I, oh, you are. I, I, my phone, I, I, my phone I, is gonna I, ring off the hook. No, in all honesty, I was trying to. Mob. It's gonna yes. be a mob outside my house. Uh huh. And I tried to do it quickly, just to hope that I would sneak it in and okay. you would say the wrong thing, and then love, it becomes news everywhere. Love you, Eliza. <laughs> How do you feel? Are we friends now? or People no? don't even really know Eli's real name. Everybody thinks his real name is Eli. It's not. That's another thing. I didn't know that. I know you don't. How do you feel I, about I, me, though, I, as we wrap this thing up? Exactly. He said, how do you feel about Tony? That's all I care about. <laughs> anyway, thank you guys for thank showing you. up. Thank you. Uh, go Jets. Thanks, guys. I, I don't even know what to say. Stu got started that whole experience by asking Justin Tux, like, you like the Golics, right? What about us? Are we friends? And Justin reminded him, we weren't friends before this. We're not going to be friends after this.
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. All right, Dad, let's finish up with this, that, and the third. Three quick stories uh, to end your day. As always, make sure you download, subscribe, rate, review. Leave us that five-star rating uh, and let us know more of what you want to hear around there. Also want to make sure you're up to date and know as we get set to talk about a little baseball here in this, that, and the third about what our friends Knock Around Sunglasses mm-hmm. are doing right now. They have released the first nine teams of their special MLB edition and their MLB collection. You got the Red Sox, you got the Yankees, you got the Dodgers in there. I've been rocking a little bit of the pod and the Mariners lately. Oh, there you go. Mariners, really nice reflective uh, glasses there too. Knock around, the go-to for high-quality polarized shades that started just $28 here. Not going to break the bank. You don't have to baby them. You don't have to worry about getting sand in them. They've got the U.S. <laughs> Women's National Team edition as well, so you can get ready for match day here. And I'm going to say it, we draw in that match against the Netherlands because you guys haven't bought enough of the knockaround U.S. Women's National Boom. Team sunglasses. Yeah. If you were supporting them financially and with your outfits on game day, the team would have played better. We would have won, maintained our 13-game win streak. So <laughs> that's on you guys. Go to knockaround.com and check it out there. Again, high-quality polarized shades starting at just $28. Dad, let's get to this, that, and the third. And let's start off with a little bit of baseball. Yeah. Um According to ESPN.com, one source in particular has said that the Angels had considered letting this last week play out, but have made the decision that it seems like Shohei Itani not going to be on the trade block. I saw they actually finalized the deal to acquire right-hander Lucas Giolito and right-handed reliever Ronaldo Lopez from the White Sox. And so buyers here as we approach the trade deadline they're four games back and look like they're going to try and make a run not only at the postseason this year but at trying to retain Shohei Itani which dead to me the more and more I thought about it makes sense and to use the baseball analogy doesn't seem like you can go out with the bat on your back when it comes to a generational prospect a one, truly once in a lifetime type player in Shohei Itani you can't just walk out let him walk out without trying to do everything you possibly can to So they're they're third in the division now seven games out of the division they're four games out of the wild card they have to jump a few teams to get there as well and you know how this ends they'll be double digits out of it once it's because they've made this decision. Oh, no question. Yeah, I so mean, they're screwed. Down. They've been winning Definitely as of late, and they have been pretty, pretty, you know, eh at some of the offers of what they would get back. I can't wait to see what this guy is. Good, got to be a six hundred million dollar deal, right? At least five hundred, maybe six hundred million dollar deal. Six hundred feels like the floor. I mean, it is ridiculous of what this player is and where the market is, and another sport like the NBA that is so flush with money when you see these contracts go out, you see them in baseball as well. Shohei may have one of those that may – in football you see, oh, highest paid in the game at their position, and then it's passed two weeks later. This one may not be passed for a while when Shohei gets paid, but, hey, kudos to the Angels if they want to hang on to them. They have two of the best players in him and Trout, and at some point if they could put it together, great, but – Get the effort, but it's going to cost you. Yeah, I, I count on me getting married and the Angels putting it together in the same breath of things that I am confident in happening at this point. Your mother is crying right now. I'm so sorry. The uh, sound of you here crying, by the way, is national sports talk pundits who are now seeing any hope they had of Shohei Atani bidding war at the trade deadline going up in flames. The easy conversation yep. piece for first take is now gone because the Angels want to try and go ahead and make a run at this thing. So thoughts and prayers to everyone who's going to have to figure out some other baseball topic to talk about <laughs> other than Shohei finally getting to a team oh. that'll do the right thing and put him in the playoffs. August 1st, uh, trade deadline, so we got a little bit of time for uh, that. Let's get to that, Dad. This is big time yesterday. The United States saw retired Major David Grush testify in front of the House Oversight Committee talking about UAPs. And I, I, I can't mean, stand on. this pretentious it's a UFO. government jargon. Okay. 
the government had a hearing on UFO cover-ups, a whistleblower telling Congress that they've been concealing multiple decades of UFO capture uh, captures and reconnaissance. He said that he's faced backlash and attempted retaliation, wouldn't get into specifics of it. But, Dad, it always goes back to, we know, if you have any concept of math and the size of the universe, just sheer mathematically. Yeah, yeah. There's life out there. And it seems the more and more we go along between pilot footage of guys showing off this stuff, between witness testimony, between whistleblowers like this, the government's known about aliens. We should have stormed Area 51 years ago when we had the opportunity. They did threaten to shoot, though. You know what? If you Naruto run, they can't hit you. That's just a fact. And so we missed out on that golden opportunity. The government continues to want to lie to us about this. I guess they think because there'd be some mass hysteria, like we've made peace with the fact I mean, that they're out there. Quite honestly, I'm more worried about us killing us at this point than I'm worried about them. Me too. They've been around here watching us do this. We got to be like bad reality TV. Oh, we, ha- we have to be. They have to be like, why are we going to go mess with them? They're destroying themselves. Let's just let them do that. But, but again, they can't go with UFO, the government. They have to go with UAPs, unidentified, aerial phenomena i mean seriously and to your point and i said this all along as well to think that there aren't other beings in this galaxy i mean there's thousands of galaxies universe whatever is ridiculous we know we're not alone anybody thinks we're alone i mean you got to be kidding me uh we've all seen independence day we know what's going on at area 51 right we know it's there Oh, God. Show us. Just show us. This guy said that he was asked in 2019 by a head of the government task force on UAPs to identify all of the highly classified (laughs) programs relating to the task force mission. At the time, he was detailed to the National Reconnaissance Office, an agency that operates U.S. spy satellites. So this guy was in the know and is claiming that not only has this stuff been covered up, but that people were actually going to retaliate on him if he came forward. So they're out there. They've Come been out on. there. Yes. Call them UFOs. We don't got to get fancy with UAP. Use the people's term. It's UFOs. It's been UFO. It's going to be UFO. Uh, Dad, but let's get to the third. <clears throat> oh, boy. Business. This because, one again, is. Again, while yeah. we know space is out there, yeah. we know aliens are out there. We don't know if love's out there. For we Travis don't Kelsey. know. He's been trying his hand for a while. I, I, I really don't feel like as Travis Kelsey's rise through the NFL ranks into the, one of the best tight ends of all time. Catching Kelsey, his former reality dating show, has really fallen by the wayside. Well, it really has. I remember when that was going. And, and dude, he's a great guy. His personality oh, is phenomenal. Great, great karaoke artist. Inc- oh, incredible. Out in Tahoe. Oh, Tahoe. That. One of the best Just an incredible seen. guy. And when a guy of this magnitude shoots his shot and gets shot down, what does that make it for the rest of us? Man, so on or New you Heights, single people. On New Heights, him and his J- brother Jason's podcast, he talked about Taylor Swift came through and played at Kansas City at Arrowhead. Said it was a great environment. City has. He's like, I haven't seen it that packed except for Chiefs games. And so to see that kind of environment for somebody else, he tried to go and do what had been popular on the tour. I've talked about on this podcast. The friendship bracelets are a big theme for this tour. Okay. You make them sayings from the concert. Apparently, Travis tried to put his number on a friendship bracelet and wanted to give it to Taylor before the show. He said he was disappointed to find out that before this marathon show where it's 44 songs, it's three plus hours, she doesn't meet with anyone. She's preserving her voice. Right. And he tried to say he was disappointed because he wanted to give her the bracelet that had his number on it and feels like he got shot down. He said he took that personally. I love during the the broadcast uh, or the, the podcast, his brother Jason was like, your uniform number or your phone number? He was like, you know which one. All right. Here's now. my question. So I understand her not talking with anybody before because of the show she puts on. What about after? I, I'm sure she meets with people after. Why wouldn't he wait and go after if he truly is trying to shoot his shot? Why wouldn't he wait, go after, and meet her afterward? That is true, which to me I have to question. <laughs> Travis, did you leave early? Yes. Because if you left the concert early. Then really? Did, I mean, how, how, can, you, issues, how can you expect her to accept your friendship, whatever, bracelet and number because you're leaving the concert early. You know what? I want to believe that maybe it was just a misunderstanding. Maybe even after the concert because we've seen the show. 
it's involved. I'd imagine the recovery process starts yeah. right after yeah. for her too. So maybe because it does seem like Travis came into this with great intentions. He's making the friendship bracelets, which is excellent. I love to see a guy bought into the process, bought into the Taylor Swift fandom universe. So Travis, welcome to the party. I didn't know you had a seat at the table like this. If you met her at Notre Dame, I don't think you did. Or after a concert, what would you be saying to her? Uh, I would hope to be able to put together words because yeah. being in the presence of an actual deity is something that I'm not oh really prepared God. for. Oh. Travis was prepared. He did his absolute best, and we applaud him for that. We did our best today, and we hope you enjoyed it. If you did, download, subscribe, rate, review. Thanks so much. We'll talk to you tomorrow. Go, go. Boom. Money in the bank.